0: This is a gum Podcast. Holy Spirit, we say thank you for your goodness and your grace, and we just love you. We just say thank you for another day, another week, another time just to be here. Father, we're very hopeful in the midst of all of this stunt shows and shenanigans because we know that you are our hope and our anchor. We know that we can rest because you are in control. And so we can breathe. We thank you that you are the God that heals our bodies. We thank you that you are the God that restores our mind, heals our hearts and nourishes our body as well as our skin, okay? Because we want good skin too, Holy Spirit. We don't want the dry, you know, crunchy stuff, okay? So moisturize and nourish our skin as well. But Holy Spirit, we just say thank you. We just ask for joy, joy, joy. I'm just really excited today. I don't know. I'm just really, I don't know. Maybe it was a good night rest. I woke up being edified by the word, but I'm just excited. So Holy Spirit, I just say thank you. And I just ask for that. Contagious joy and contagious love and adoration to be on everyone today. we say thank you. Amen. Mo
1: knows.
0: Mo knows. Cardi B is pushing the Pampers aside and grabbing Depends.
1: Cardi.
0: She's going to be starring in Assistant Living on NBC's Peacock. Cardi will be playing a small-time criminal who's living in disguise at an old folks' house. While on the run from the cops and her former criminal crew, Cardi is making TV money moves these days. She played a dancer on j movie, Hustlers. She just launched her Facebook Watch show. The show is written by Kay Oyan, who is a writer on This Is Us. And she also is what?! A legendary black queen. She's black, y'all. Thank you. So we give a shout out to them. Yes. Come on, bam, bam, bam. I'm also going to say this here. She says time and time again that she wants another baby. Now, why would she want one with offset? I don't know. But okay, cute for her. She she do make cute babies. We will give you that, okay? Like, Wendy Williams says this all the time. Cosmetic surgery will not translate to your children. So if you were ugly and got pretty work, your kids is going to be the ugly version of you. But Carter was never ugly. She just got the industry shit, but she's still cute. And her baby culture is cute, too. So this next baby is going to be cute, girl. It's going to be real cute. Nick Cannon has what? Sister wise. Jessica White has come out clean about her former relationship with Nick Cannon. Apparently, the Victoria's Secret model was in a little bit of a sister wives situation. Mm, okay. Both, she and Cannon's other baby mama, Brittany Bell, were pregnant at the same time. Now, white people, we call this hood twins, okay? This is when you got two different women pregnant, probably in the same hood at the same time. Sadly, oh, this is really, really sad. Sadly, Jessica miscarried her baby, but found out about Nick's other baby mama, Brittany Bell, on Instagram like the rest of us, y'all. Gag, gag, gag. Can you imagine? Do y'all remember that dating app? It was like a text message service that would like break up with people and you would just send like, Margaret, um, you would type in Margaret's name, you would pay the fee, and then you would type out, like, I never liked you because when we would get in bed, your feet always smelled like, you know, sour cream and onions. Yeah. And then you would try to be like, give me a foot massage, and I wasn't into that. So, you know, and you would just break up. You know, it was also like the dating hotline. Y'all remember that? Where you would get the reject hotline back in the 90s in high school. It would go, the number you have called. Oh, no, they would go, how did it go? Something like... <laughs> Hello, this is not the person you were trying to call. You've reached the rejection hotline. <laughs> Do y'all remember that? Oh my God, that was in high school, girl. It will be like, and it would sound real. You'd be like, 323-910, three, three, oh, and the last four would be bogus, girl. Yeah, girl, that's how they was doing. Anyway, <clears throat> Jessica says, Nick's baby with Britney was conceived while she and Nick were on a break, but. She told Hollywood Unlock, shout out to Jason Lee, who was looking real thin these days. Congratulations, girl, all right. She told Hollywood Unlocked, she and Nick had a don't ask, don't tell type of relationship. They're that Hollywood shit, girl. Allegedly. That's only when you got, I money. Mean, I ain't never heard nobody in the hood have a relationship, a don't ask, don't tell. Bitch, what? No, ma'am. Even if Keisha is paying all the bills, Bitch, no, ma'am. Jerome could be paying all the bills. He, what? No, ma'am. Uh, I'm at uh, uh, Hollywood, girl. You see what money do when, mm-mm, trash. Anyway, <clears throat> don't ask, don't tell. So you mean to tell me if I, wait a minute. So what if you got that itchy and scratchy like Usher and you just come back and give it to me and I didn't ask no questions. Now I got the drip, drip and the bump, bump. No, ma'am. I don't want it. I don't want, oh, girl, can you imagine? Ain't nothing worse than smelly penis, girl. Ain't nothing worse than smelly penis. Okay. Trash, trash, trash. trash. Bow Wow has lost his damn mind. Bow Wow thought he was really doing it. Performing for a big crowd in Houston where no one was wearing a mask. Yikes. Just a reminder. We are still in a pandemic, okay? My friend just told me in L.A., because, you know, I moved. My friend just told me in L.A. that this past weekend or last weekend, the cops just shut down another private party, people not wearing masks. Now, here you go. I heard it's a lot of y'all young millennials, you know, not, sorry, let me take that back with well, some of y'all hoes, but it's y'all Generation Z hoes and you know, y'all, oh, I'm invincible. Da-da-da-da-da, I'm not catching it. I'm going to let you know this, just because COVID has not knocked on your front door as far as death and destruction, it is really out here killing people and your irresponsibility, your selfishness, like, I'm sorry, oh my God, I just need to get out of the house. I'm just going crazy, bitch. You might want to, like, hit the blunt twice and then shut up, pray, and, like, keep it pushing. Like, I'm so sorry. Drink you some Hennessy and take a nap. I don't I don't know. Maybe you should go spend time with your loved ones, your siblings, your baby. You know what I mean? I I don't know. Figure it out. Or if you're going to go to the damn party, bitch, just wear the mask. Like, you know you're going to wind up on Snapchat. So what if you're going to say, bitch, I was there, but I had a face mask on, bitch, wear the face shield, okay? And then put the straw Behind the shield, girl. And just, I just don't get it. Whatever. Anyway, back to Bow Wow. And someone said online, I can think of a better way to die in 2021. I mean, we all can agree. Now, here you go. The club alleges that masks are mandatory. And Bow Wow says it wasn't his event, so he doesn't want to be blamed. But the reality was that you took that deposit so they could therefore sell tickets. So um, you're to blame. Sorry about it. And we'll be right back to talk to Monique Samuels after this break. After After this break. This week, family, we have a special guest. She is a mom. She's a wife. She's a talented musician. She sells essential oils. So... And you know they smell amazing, ladies and gentlemen. She's so gorgeous, she's so talented, she's so fabulous, and has so much class. And can I just add this in before we bring in the introduction, before we bring her in? She has so much of her own money that she walked away, bitch. I just think that is legendary, girl. When you cause I don't need this, thank you.
1: The legendary Monique Samuels. <laughs> Monique, oh my gosh! Look when the money resides. when the money resides. <laughs> Girl, okay, because here you go. I first
0: heard about, they were like, okay, so Monique Samuels is not going to do, you know, Potomac, she's retiring, she's quitting, she's leaving the show. And then Wendy Williams, I watched it on Wendy Williams, and she was like, girl, she was like, girl, her husband got that good NFL. And I was like, you came right. Like, (laughs) here you go. And it's not to downplay, because we know that a lot of people have made successful careers and it has allowed them to live a life or be able to have opportunities and doors but I think when you, first of all, I didn't know too much about Potomac. And I didn't know that Potomac is like a wealthy, uh, ne- like part of town, a city. T- yeah, okay. Town, okay. And I was just like, Potomac. I was like, what is that? I was thinking the Thunderbird to be, you know, <laughs> the night. That's what I really, I was like, a, a Pontiac, a Potomac. I was like, a oh, what? Who? Oh. and <laughs> then just to see how the whole thing has just evolved, you're just, fabulous. And I just really, really love the fact that you were just like, oh, oh, darling. <laughs> when you said they won't be allowed in my home or any of my houses. <gasps> <laughs> I said she put her ass on that, children. That's plural. Okay, I didn't do that well in English, but I know that much. <laughs> okay, <laughs> None of my homes. Okay, here we go. Here we go. We oh have some questions God. Had
1: to throw in that little bit of shade. Had to throw in that little bit of
0: shade. Just a little bit. Okay. <laughs> okay. But do you, um, first of all, you are a talented rapper. You're single drag queen. I came to work. I came to slay. First of all, it's sickening, 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 sickening. But like the lyrics and the bars, the, 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 the delivery, the voice, like, you know, I always say you can tell someone who is a rapper by the the vocal inflections that they put on it, the cadence, the everything. It wasn't like, um, yada, da, 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 uh, You're like, girl, no, girl, she's not in the pocket. Like, you were there. So I totally am going to hit you up about, because here you go, I struggle with writing. And I think, well, the... The more I've been doing more like inner healing work, it's been yeah. easier for it to flow. But I think in yeah. times past, because um, I recognize that most men just get like so when something's wrong with a dude, they just get quiet and they just kind of go inside of themselves. And I recognize as 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 I have been getting older, I'm the only child, and I'm, you know, doing all of this by myself. I just felt like I went within myself. And then I'm like, but trying to write and I can. Hear all of these melodies, but I'm like, bitch, I can talk to you all day, but try to put it on paper and struggle. So like how do you how do you
1: out? So here's my process is Whenever, well, first of all, the beat will inspire you. Mm-hmm. It'll tell you whether this is going to be like a deep song or a fun song or a club song, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you have to decide like, all right, what message am I trying to get across? So whenever I write, I kind of will make notes about what it is that I want to address mm-hmm. so that as I'm trying to make the words form and rhyme, yeah, it just kind of flows, you know? Okay. So that's like my process. So I kind of like, like, for instance, with this song, Drag Queens, first of all, I didn't name it Drag Queens until after the song was done. So I had already written the verses. So uh-huh. when I was writing the verses, I just said to myself, like, what about me makes me Monique? Like, mm-hmm. you know, so that's why I start out the very first verse. I'm saying I was born ready, but I'm never done. And my husband loves that because he always tells me I take forever to get ready. Yeah. So I'm, I was born ready, but I'm never done, you know? So, and then he he's always like, I have the whole closet full of clothes everywhere. So that's when I go next. I say, try on 10 looks just to find the right one. Melanin pop bright like the sun. Ahead, you know, do. So it's like, I just want to, what about me makes yeah. me I love my melanin. I love the black that I, that is that is my skin. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that since I was a child, I always was like wanting to make sure I looked a certain way before I left out the house. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I started the song. I was really talking about myself. So, and then as I kept going on, no, I had to sprinkle in a little shade, you know. try to want you see the message wasn't clear, hun. You know, yeah. I am doing my word because I'm fair, hun. So, you know, I just kind of like take it and I jump back and forth. So, yeah, I go from talking about myself to talking about why I am the way I am, uh-huh. and then I sprinkle in a little bit of some things that happened in the show, and then I jump mm-hmm. right back to myself. You know, Very so when I talk about Jeff on the beat sipping, so I'm Liddy. Jeff does my makeup, so Jeff on the face beat sipping, so I'm Liddy. Most times we're drinking champagne while he's doing my makeup, so. Yes. It's like just I the know. fun little cues that you throw in there. Okay. And one of the most interesting lines is actually the one I'm wearing on my shirt right now. Yeah. Uh, where it says, now they tripping, but they will miss me. So that part, when I wrote this song December in 2019, I thought that I was going to be fired. So that's what that line means.
0: Wow. I just
1: knew, I just felt like, I was like, you know what? This is probably going to be my last season. Mm-hmm. So... I'm just, you know, whatever. I've let it go. Mm -hmm. I thought I was going to be fired. So that was the part of the line where I said, call my crew, tell them, meet me if you ain't busy. Call my crew. I've been calling the girls and they wasn't coming around. Now they tripping, but they will miss me. Because I figured, why, they tripping right now. But when they fire me, they going to miss me. Right, very, (laughs) very bad. I ended up walking away. So either way. I think that was
0: powerful. I mean, who knew, almost like prophetically, like you spoke. And though you spoke from one place, like, the most high had it set up to where, like, the power was in your hand. Like, yes, I chose to leave. I mean, no, 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 no. Th- that's all. I'm done. <laughs> you can keep it. I think that is so, 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 so fabulous. Okay, now here you go. <clears throat> Question <laughs> Are you ready? Yes. Are you still friends with the only other person is what? She's the only other reason why I would watch the show. Now that you're gone, there's no real reason to watch. Because truthfully, I would just watch because one, you gorgeous to two, to see what you were wear. And three, your hair is laid, girl. <laughs> I mean, like, she got that Michelle Obama. Like, you and Michelle Obama have never, I've never seen a nook or a cranny out of place, honey. Never <laughs> seen a nook or a cranny. So, here you go. Are you still friends with Ashley or Karen?
1: Yes. I actually just hung up with Karen. Okay. <laughs> I just was talking to her, like literally hung up with her. And, uh, and I still talk to Ashley. So those um, are my girls. They lovely. have shown me true sisterhood honestly, uh-huh. on and off the show. Yes. And it's been incredible. I told them after I made the announcement that I was leaving, I immediately text them and let them know so that they would know. <sighs> right? Yeah. After Cause
0: I- that was my question. Like, how did you go about it? Like, I'm always like, what was the behind the scenes? Like, did they find out like the rest of us found out like, Oh, so the bitch couldn't give us a phone call. Cause you know, that would make, you know, a season like, Oh, cause you know, that's probably going to be season six. Oh girl. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Somebody will probably lie who got a text message and say that they didn't, but we know whatever. But, <laughs> but the, yeah. I was wondering, like, did you like vary that?
1: Yeah. So on Sunday, um, Right when reunion ended, Mm -hmm. I already had my email ready to go. And I emailed Bravo Legal and all of the uh, higher ups on the production side. And I said, I would like to be released from my contract. Thank you for the opportunity. Um, But I think that I've come to the Mm -hmm. point where I need to be done, you know. And that was because, um, you know, we received the screener of the episode before it aired. So Mm -hmm. I saw the episode on Saturday and I was livid. I was Mm -hmm. livid, the final Mm -hmm. part of the reunion. And a few days prior, I had just received my call to come back for season six and I was actually excited about it. I felt like, OK, this would be the season where I can redeem myself mm-hmm. and I can, um, you know, showcase my Mila Eve essentials, which I've launched, you know, right. before.
0: We're, we're going to get into that. We're going to get into that.
1: Yeah. So I basically was like, oh, OK, this would be great for season six. But then when I saw that episode and how the reunion concluded, mm-hmm. I said, this is going to keep going on and on. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to be fully vindicated. They're going to keep playing with me and I ain't got time for it. That so part. they can do what they want to do. But I have my boundaries and my that limits. Part. And I, where I draw the line is my family and especially Boom. my marriage, Boom. You know, especially my kids. Boom. So when I saw that episode, I woke up Sunday morning and I just felt it. I just was like, I am done. Mm. I'm over it. I'm done. So as soon as the episode aired, I got on Instagram Live. I made my announcement. And right after I got off of the live, I sent Karen a text message. It was kind of late. So I didn't want to text Ashley Mm -hmm. late because, you know, she has the baby and she's pregnant. So I text her the next morning because I knew she would be up early. Uh And she said, oh, my God, I saw some things coming through, but I thought it was just people just making up stuff. She said, Uh you just confirmed it. And she said, wow. So they were both just like, they understood. They were just like, "I get it, you know, I get where you're coming from." And um, and then finally, like almost three weeks later, Bravo finally responded to my email. So I'm completely released. I'm done. I have no chains attached anymore. i free. i free
0: now. <laughs>
1: and with your own money
0: in the bank, I live. But you know, I think <laughs> truthfully, I think sometimes people, as someone who has done two reality shows back to back, I will say some people can stay on reality television too long anyway. And so as you're even talking about Ashley, I'm going, there's gonna have a come a point where Ashley's gonna have to go too because there's no way she's gonna be able to have these children and then look back at all of this stuff. Like at some point your family does come in. So I feel yep. like in everything, you have just done it with grace and excellence. You built a fan base of your own. The people know that you do music. They know that you have this uh, this oil. Like, what else? Like, anything that you need to do from now, they're already watching. You know what I mean? So I think that that is just so, very much like how Cardi G, not Cardi G, that's another drag queen. How Cardi B did uh, Love and Hip Hop. You know, right. she did her little ooh-ah-ooh. I, ooh, I got what I needed. I'm out. Goodbye. Yeah. You know, and I just think that just everything done with decency and order is just the best. Okay, here we go. This is a fun question. <clears throat> who helped you put the receipt book together and how much was the Kinko's bill?
1: <laughs> you said who put it together? <laughs> like who helped
0: you put like all of like, because that joker was.
1: Oof. I did it myself. All right. So this is what people got to understand about me. I am a very organized person <laughs> like, to the T. So when people were so like shocked about the binder, I'm looking like, this is everyday life. If you go in my office, I have a binder for everything. Wow. So that's kind of like what I do to stay organized. So a lot of what I already had in that receipt book, my mm-hmm. binder, I already had that stuff. Okay. So all I did was print it out and file it, you know? So I, I shot to everything. I, I got live. everybody tea. <laughs> I live a Conversation with me and you were part of this show, and I know how scandalous you are, I'm going to have something for your tail. I think so. that is, so,
0: girl, it's so weird to live. I'm going to tell you, even as I'm probably, I'm going to claim a C-list celebrity. You know, I'm not a D-list, <laughs> but I'm a C-list in the name of the most high God. But moving <laughs> moving to an A, amen, amen. Um, I'm very conscious on just, just because when you had, when you popped up with it, I was just like, see, this is why you got to make sure you treat people right. This is why girl. this is why. because you never know like one small interaction. Oh, did she really just say that? Got it up. Uh, and then, oh, you said this too. got it, girl. I, say something if you want to, but I if, will end you very
1: bad. I think is this. It's not like I was just planning to set people up. These conversations are sitting in my phone. So it's like, oh, you trying to act like you just said the other. OK, let me screenshot and print that. Let me screenshot and print this. And I've always been this way. Like, I keep a receipt because I don't like when people try to come at me as if my information is not right. Uh-huh,
0: there, or they'll be like,
1: oh, you never sent me that up forward. Oh. Here's where I sent you. And here's Boom. the date. And here's the time. Like, Boom. I know I'm thorough. Mm-hmm. So don't ever try to tell me that I'm not. And one thing about me as well is that I don't spread rumors. Uh-huh. I spread facts. So if I'm going to say something, it's going to be backed up. I'm not out here defaming people like most of these other people like to do. I don't have I to can't. defame your character. You defame your own character. And all I'm doing is documenting.
0: Boom! <laughs> I listen to you so much. I live... It's just... Can you imagine? I just wonder, I just wonder, like, what would life have been like if we would have always had, like, the ability to have receipts on people? You know what I mean? Just prime example. What would that whole... um. President uh, Clinton and Monica Lewinsky, like if that was on text messages, you know what I mean? Just thinking oh like, God. oh my gosh. But moving forward, that is a PSA. You better make sure that you treat people right and yeah. trust every message you send out, girl. If it's in the cloud, you can go get it. So, oh crazy. <laughs> okay, tell us about your podcast, Not For Lazy Moms, and your movement.
1: Yes. So Not For Lazy Moms is a community that I started for, you know, just it it started out as like a mom thing because I started it as a mom, but Mm -hmm. it's turned into a whole lifestyle. And it's not just for people who have children. It's Mm -hmm. for everybody. We actually started doing um, episodes that are catered to generational wealth. We talk about mental health. We talk Mm -hmm. about everything. And I love it because most of my following are people who've never been married and haven't had kids. And they actually will send me messages saying that you are preparing me for yes. when I do get married and when I yes. do have kids. And it's all about that mindset. So we're on season three of our podcast. We actually just started uh airing every other week now.
0: Okay. I'm slowing
1: it down because I have a lot of projects all on my you place do don't want to Always work. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: But we just talk about. Just those questions of how do you balance it all? Like, how do you keep everything together with so many different factors? You know, husband, kids, and Give us two pointers.
0: Things. Give us two pointers, like, on how you hold it together for the listeners. Like, what are your two, I, two?
1: I'm a big checklist person. So I will sit down one day and just make a whole list of mm-hmm. all of my desires, and I try to categorize them. And then I just take it one day at a time, one check, one, one check off the list at a time. This way, I don't feel like I have to do so much. Mm-hmm. So as long as I know I'm taking steps in a positive direction, I'm mm-hmm. good. Even if I can't tackle 10 items in one day mm-hmm. or even in one week, I try to pace myself. That was one thing that I didn't do years ago. And I was always exhausted and overwhelmed and felt like I really wasn't accomplishing anything. We actually did a podcast topic on um, busy being unproductive. It was this season's podcast, and it was so powerful because it talked about different ways that you can stop being so, you know, lackadaisical and just sitting around like, oh, yeah, I really want to do that. So it gave different tips on how to really see things through and then yeah. have people to be accountable and help you to be accountable is also my other tip. Surround yourself with people who are like-minded, just like you, who are mm-hmm. grinding just like you, and you will push each other to mm-hmm. uh, success.
0: I think I might have to create that because I know uh specifically since COVID, mm-hmm. the busy being unproductive has been something of mine. Because here you go, I do everything myself outside of the podcast. We have these two, uh, but like I'll cut the video, I'll do this, da-da-da. So once the work is done, I'm like busy. Yeah. But then I didn't really do anything, and then I'm like, "Girl, it's eight o'clock at night. Like, where did the day go? You know." So, and then also recognizing, I am about to turn thirty-five, and like, girl, time is literally but a vapor, and like, it's. I mean, twenty twenty came and went, but truthfully, twenty nineteen came and went just as fast too. We just weren't in the house, so you're like, time really isn't. So, I mean, the older I get. That, that is such great language busy being unproductive because i will check myself on it but then sometimes you're like but i did all of this work like i'd be like i moved this and did this i didn't sell these three weeks but yeah i didn't tore them back up again they're not you're like what did i do nothing okay. yeah
1: you have that checklist and you start seeing them things getting checked off you just feel so good about yourself mm. you're like oh, okay i had 20 things on my list and now i have checked off eight things today yes and you can yes. kind of Track what you did, you know? Yes. So it makes it feel like, okay, I was moving in a good direction and I'm actually completing the things. Are I'm, you a
0: dry race type of list? Because I'm I'm like, I need to do a hundred push-ups. I go to the gym, but I want a little bit more of a like put too many coops here on my chest, like your husband's chest. That's what I want. Whoa, girl, just like. Woo, girl, that's what I want. And I know that if I do 100 push-ups a day, I will, like, it'll for sure, a 30, what is it, 100 push-ups for 30 days will drastically change your chest. And I'm like, okay, I can do, like, you know, 25 here, 25 here, 25 here. But I'm like, girl, you know, and then I didn't. So I've been thinking, like, should I get a big dry erase board? Because the thought of me, like, putting it in a notebook or putting it into my phone, I don't feel like it'll hold me accountable. So, like, what, are, how, what would be a tip?
1: You got to know you, whatever Boom. you so, it's gonna make you uh, get it done, because I'm am, I'm a big notes and I love that they have the checkoff feature now. They have a the little circle with the check. That's so true. I will make a list. I actually just made a whole list today on next phases of my projects for, yes. Not for Lazy Moms, Mila Eve. And then I have another little um, project I'm working on a little a little fun. Yes, Yes. she she
0: gave the little shimmy with it. She smiled and gave the little shimmy
1: with it. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It's called Binder Time Stories.
0: Yes. I live.
1: so good. It's so good. It's going to be a really fun project. It's very creative, um, very artsy, Mm -hmm. and I cannot wait to share this. I (laughs) live.
0: I live. Oh, my gosh. Okay, one more. Okay, we talked about your single drag queen. Um, are you gonna do a music video for it? I really, I've been, I've been praying on it. I'm like, girl, this is what she just needs to do: a closed set music video. Everybody has to be very, very tested, like COVID tested. Like you, you did need it to sh- already. You're lying.
1: Yes, I, I, it debuted. Wait, no, on- no,
0: no, 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 no. It was, it was a lyric video, right?
1: I debuted my real music video on December
0: 27th. Oh, yeah. I, then it's am, on YouTube. Okay, it's horrible. YouTube.
1: Go horrible. To my YouTube,
0: Wait, because I, I remember that me and Oliver Twist, because I'm working with the song on Oliver Twist. I and know you.
1: Oliver. Yeah,
0: you, uh, you had Oliver do a freestyle for Drag Queen.
1: He sent me a message asking for the instrumental. Yes. And I, I gave it to him
0: very very that. So I'm working with him and then he was talking about how he was doing that and then um you know cuz he is doing uh chasing Atlanta. Oh. He's okay. doing chasing Atlanta. Yeah. Da, 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 wow. da, da, da. Wow. Okay, but Monique, I'm sorry. I really cuz this is what I was thinking. I was just like cuz I heard the song in COVID when you did grinders review. And that's uh, what I did the
1: lyric video. Yeah. Yes. I did that just so that people would So we started planning this video shoot last February uh, for the quarantine. yeah. So we didn't know when we would be able to shoot it. So that's why I just said, you know what, let me do a lyric video and make uh-huh. it fun and visual while you, we're you. waiting for the right time to do the actual video. So when I did reunion, we filmed the reunion the second week of November. I came back that next week and I shot the video it was a two day shoot 16 hours each day Ooh, it's some bro. dancing involved it's it's like it's a whole mood six different outfit changes Ooh. and Riley, Riley Knox did all of my outfits custom made Riley Knox couture yeah
0: let me make sure i put a little note Riley Knox
1: yes, make a Knox. note Riley
0: look Raleigh. how do you spell that Raleigh? Riley it... Riley
1: R I L E Y
0: Riley okay got it got it got it, got it.
1: yes okay. but no- um, if you go to my tea with Monique um
0: YouTube channel,
1: uh-huh. Okay. It's there.
0: Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm so sorry. Cause I'm just I heard the song and then I was just like, I really, 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 really would really, really, like would love to just da-da-da. So you know what this means, we'll just do something else. Fabulous, fabulous, We're fabulous.
1: Else. We're gonna do a song together. I'm fabulous. serious. You let me know. <laughs> <I'm>
0: so on <laughs> to it. Okay, Monique. Now we lightly hit. These lovely essential oils. Now, these are, are these like the oils that you use on this skin? Because t- we need the recipe for the skincare, okay? Because I want my skin to glow. Cause Have you always had good skin or like?
1: Yeah, pretty much. But I've had times where, like I've had cystic acne before. Wow. And it, it, it was like for a couple months. It was really rough because... I didn't know what was happening. Uh-huh. And it's like, you know, hormones, is changing and all that type of stuff. And it was so bad. Um, I used oregano oil to clear it up. So oregano essential oil, you have to dilute it properly because okay. it's a very spicy oil. Okay. And I would wash my face at night. I mixed it with some olive oil. Okay. I would just do like a tablespoon and one drop of oregano. I would rub that together and rub it on my face. And that is what cured... What I won't say cure, but that is what soothed the symptoms from oh, my wow. cystic acne. Okay. And it cleared up because it was able to cystic acne is when you have almost like pimples underneath the skin uh-huh. and it's infected. Yeah. That's basically what it is. And it can't come out. Yeah. So putting the oregano oil on was able to kill whatever was underneath my skin. And then I was able to purge. So Do
0: you think that would help? Cause I have like most black men have that um like around their beard areas, that hyperpigmentation. And I like, I wanna be even, so. Um,
1: I have something for you. Okay. So there's an oil, it's called Sandalwood. It is amazing for evening your skin. Okay. Also, lemon essential oil. It will brighten your skin and make it glow. Just, it is, it's amazing. There's so many oils. I actually have one called Flawless Skin. Mm -hmm. My makeup artist, Jeff, I let him test it out before I launched and he is addicted to it. Okay. Um, I have a a kit that is actually coming out this Friday. It's called Common Sense. So Common Sense. Sense, yes. specifically for men and their skin issues. Yeah. It has sandalwood, it has tea tree, it has frankincense. And then there's another oil called uh, Raven Sarah. Uh
0: Uh-huh.
1: And it's a, it's a, a bundle. You get that with some jojoba oil. And it is, I, I give you recipes. Okay, for- perfect. And for what? Yes. And trust me, you'll be able to use this after a fresh set, uh, shave, wash uh-huh. your face, put this oil on, it calms your skin and soothes it. And it helps to penetrate those follicles so that when yes. the starts growing, it's not coming back and, and, you know, getting infected and all that stuff.
0: Because that is, I think, one of my biggest issues. And I'm like using, you know, you go to Sephora and you spend all this money and I'm like, there ain't nobody like, it's not helping, and truthfully, like all of the hyperpigmentation stuff. No shade to these companies, but they're made for like white women or like by like racially ambiguous women who have like a tanner spot than they're already light skin. So to see like a difference, and yeah,
1: the, we need products for us, and that was my desire when I made Mila Eve Essentials because I wanted it to be products that we need yes. and also we can afford. That part. I, and when I when I'm out buying essential oils, I'm looking on different places online, and they're so expensive. Very. So I priced every last one of my oils very competitively, and you're not going to beat the quality. The quality hmm. top notch, chemical free, pure, therapeutic. Um, they can be applied topically, mm-hmm. and they can be diffused in your diffuser. Um, they are top notch, they're hospital grade essential oils. So it's nothing but quality and you can't beat my price. So I made sure that, um, even with giving the oils, I want to give recipes and how tos, because that's another thing I can't stand. You buy all these oils and then you don't know, you don't know
0: how to use them. Very true.
1: So when you go to my website, you can type in, say, for instance, you typed in, um, stress, Mm -hmm. all of the oils in my store, or any products in my store that are great for stress are going to pop up. Okay. If you type in headache, if you type in whatever, it's going to populate with some results. And then when you click on each one, I give you specific detail. I give you recipes. I give you backstory about the oil, where it came from, all of that. Because I want people to be educated about it and understand how to use it, not just sell the product, you know? Yes. Yes.
0: I I live for that because One uh, black woman, black businesses, very, very that taking over the world. Um, But like you said, I, cause here you go. You have a black mother. So you grow, you know, black women have all of their beauty regime things and growing up, you know, my mom didn't have to shave. So there was, and my dad wasn't there. And so it was just like, how do you, and I think a lot of the, my skin issues is probably from all the years of just not knowing what to do. Right. Um, bad shaving, bad razors. So, oh, I'm I, sorry.
1: I have a tip for you. I use it in my daily regimen, and I'm actually developing a skincare line that is going to be turmeric based.
0: Turmeric. You mentioned that on on rearview.
1: <clears throat> yes, I'm telling you. With even in your complexion, even in um, discoloration, and also stipe, uh, stopping hyperpigmentation from happening, turmeric powder made into a mask is amazing.
0: Now, let me ask you that. Sometimes I'm really I'm bad at remembering to do it because I keep the oil, the apple cider vinegar in the refrigerator. But the clay, the Aztec clay mass is in the bathroom. Could right. I mix the turmeric and the mass together or should it be a separate tumor, a separate tumor?
1: I would say until until my product line is available to you, because it's going to be easy where you just yes. squeeze you put it. It's already Boom. done. But until you do that, I would say um, you can find, uh, if you just, you can even Google turmeric clay mask. Okay. just, you know, Google it, find some companies that make it mm-hmm. and it's already made or get it where it's already powdered form and all you have to do is add distilled water to it.
0: Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> the more you know. Well, look at Monique Samuels helping us out on today. Monique, this was such an amazing, I'm so blessed that you came on. Thank you. We have one more question, but I know the answer to it because my producer wrote it. Anyway, (gasps) would you ever consider going back to the Real Housewives of Podomac?
1: Not at all. (laughs) Not at
0: all, bitch. (laughs) Goodbye. That's a wrap. Monique Samuels, we say thank you so much for coming out. I want to talk to you again when the Claymask comes out. Anything else, just hop on. You need a platform just to let the world know whatever. I love you. And then I will have my manager contact your people. So I'll send you a beat and then boom.
1: Okay, awesome. I and I, I follow you on Instagram, so I'll shoot Yeah, we you follow a- each other. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes!
0: Oh my gosh, I am so excited. <laughs> and the skincare, I'm really, really, because I will say, I think that was my point I was trying to say, Black, there's always products for Black women, but never for Black men. So the fact that a Black woman is considering oh. a Black man and going, this is what <laughs> y- your skincare needs, I just want to say thank you. We oh. all say thank you. So be blessed. Thank sis. you. Be and blessed. I'll
1: wait till you see my little write-up for why I created this. Mm-hmm.
0: You're
1: going to love it. Because uh, I, I feel like we always forget about men when it comes to self-care. Yes. You know? Everybody needs self-care, and you that shouldn't forget about it. So I can't wait. I'm really excited. We can't forget about our our, uh, our brothers at all. So, I yeah.
0: live. See, this is the... Okay, money. you are that Proverbs 31. I'm like, I know if I brought you home, gay in the arm um, was like, Mom, this is my wife. She was like, I know God is real girl. <laughs> Monique, you be and We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye, bye-bye, All right.
1: Take care. Thanks for having me.
0: <laughs> well, family, this was so much fun. I had my life talking to my little sister, even though she might be older than me, but I'm going to just call her younger. So my little sister, Monique Samuels, she is gorgeous. I'm going to try all of these skincare tips and tricks uh, to get my skin real real evil girl Um, I just love her this is one thing I would take away from this interview with her in everything that we do children uh, make sure that we do everything with decency and in order and with class you know what I mean if you see that something isn't working out for you remove yourself from it just bow out gracefully and just let it be done because what is for you is for you and God and no one can stop your lesson timing, okay? Fabulous. I'll see y'all next week. We'll see you here on Headgum. That was a Headgum Podcast.